Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Guest Week at the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast. It's Tina Constant here, but really you are here to listen to Pauline Cordner, who is a Scottish storyteller, and I have to say absolutely without doubt one of the very, very best. Pauline has brought to Waffle Free a wonderful and real family story, so brew yourself a mug of something delicious. Take a seat, put your feet up, and enjoy. Hello there. My name is Pauline Cordner, and I am a storyteller from Aberdeen in the northeast of Scotland. And here is my story for the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast. Well, the story I'm going to tell you today, it's a, it's a personal story from my family, one that my granddad told me. My grandfather was Andrew Middleton, and he was a baker. He was a baker for Norco, the Northern Cooperative. By the time he retired, he was he'd a breed. But at the time that the Second World War broke out, well, he was a young baker. And he worked there with a whole bunch of other lads. Now, as soon as war broke out, they got their letters through telling them that they were now in a reserved occupation. As such, they wouldn't be able to sign up and go off and become soldiers and, and fight for Britain because the people at Aberdeen needed their rowies, you know. Now, for some reason, Granda didn't really explain why, a lot of the lads in the Aberdeen Shire bakeries, they had managed to sign up. Perhaps they were just off a quick off the mark. Maybe they did it before war even broke out, as soon as there was a sniff of them getting some adventure in the army. But the problem was that there was now a lack of bakers out in the Shire and they took on some new apprentices, some teenagers, and the Aberdeen lads were expected to go live in the countryside and teach these new boys the tools of the trade, how to become bakers. Well, one by one, they would get their papers and what the lads would do is they would all gather at the station in Aberdeen and their parents would be there, their brothers, their sisters, the girlfriend would be there kissing them away and of course all of the laddies from the bakery would be there and they would have a great big send-off and we'll see you, we'll see you in a few months' time when it's all died down. <laughs> Oh, Granda told me some right stories about the lads that worked at the bakery. One of them was Dopey Davy. Now, Dopey Davy wasn't his name. Names have been changed to protect the innocent. And oh, Dopey Davy was innocent. He he wasn't he wasn't stupid. I would say he was more simple, straightforward. A wee bit socially awkward, maybe. He didn't go out drinking with other lads. And he didn't go chatting up the lassies. But tell you what, if anybody said anything wrong about this boy, well, the laddies for the bakery, they would draw themselves up to their fullest height and they would stand up for him. Because they were a tight-knit lot. Aye, they liked Davy, And he was a good pal to them. One story that Granda told me about him. Well, apart from his two aunts... Because he'd been brought up by these two aunts that had molly-coddled him and loved him so much. He was a joy to them. Uh, apart from them, the 
other two things that he shared the house with were these two pet white mice. And uh, he'd been saving up some of his pennies from his wages and he'd gone and he'd bought himself this mouse cage for pet mice and it was it was the likes of which Grand had never seen before. He said it was like it was like the crystal palace of pet cages. And some of the lads from the bakery were invited over uh, one morning after their night shift and uh, oh they were given scones and cups of tea by the, the two aunties, the two maiden aunts and eventually there was a great ceremony as the two wee mice were introduced to their new home. And then the next day, Dopey Davy turned up at work and my granda said, oh, he was he was so upset looking. You could see he'd been crying and his face was dripping him. And granda said, what's wrong, Davy? And Davy said, oh, it's terrible, terrible. Granda said, what's wrong, what's wrong? Oh, it's the mooses. I went doing this this time before I came into work and and they'd gone. And Grandad said to him, Oh my goodness, you didn't think they escaped. Oh no, they wouldn't have escaped from that bonny new cage I got them. They must have eaten in another. And it always took me a while to figure out how he thought it was possible for one mouse to eat a mouse and then for the the eating mouse to eat the other one back. <laughs> but that was just Davy for you. So eventually the time came that Davy got the letter. He was to go out and he was going to live in Ellen and they'd got him a nice place to stay with a farmer and he was going to be teaching the new apprentices out in Ellen the tools of the trade, how to be a baker for the copy. Well... When he got the letter, he came to my granda and some of the other lads and he said, listen, I dinna want yous coming to the station to wave me off. And granda said, how no, it's tradition, that's what we do. And he said, oh no, you see, you guys have all got girlfriends and, and big families and it's just me and my aunties and I, I don't... I don't want a big carry-on, no, no, I just dinna want it, lads. And they were good enough friends that they respected his choice. But my granda said to him, well, we can't just nay wave you off at all. It wouldn't be the same. Now, where the copy was, um, it's opposite a street in Aberdeen called Stafford Street. And as the train would go past Stafford Street, it would have to slow down because it's coming up to a, a tight turn and a junction a few hundred metres up the line. And the train would have to slow down as it came to this this tight bend. So it was quite common for folk to stop on the bank um, at the end of Stafford Street or over on Berry Den at the other side, which is where the bakery was, and they would wave to folk on the train. Well, we'll stand and we'll come out of the bakery and we'll, we'll give you a wave off. Oh, I said, Davy, I'll, I'll be there. Now, now make sure that you sit on the left-hand side of the train facing in the direction the train's going so that you'll see us and it'll slow down and you can give us a wave and we'll see yous in a few weeks when all this is over. Aye, says Davy. It'd be grand. And my grand, I kept thinking about it and he thought about poor Davy and how Davy didn't have much self-esteem. You know, quite, quite a shy laddie. And this day he was standing on King Street and 
along came Mrs. Mackenzie. Now, Mrs. Mackenzie was locally known as the News of the World. If you wanted something known, <laughs> if you wanted the whole of Aberdeen to know something, you know, you would tell it to her as a secret because she was such a gossip. And here she was coming down King Street. My granda was standing talking to one of the other bakers and he said to him, I've got an idea. And just as Mrs. Mackenzie was approaching, he said, Oh, hi, dinner you worry, I will not tell a soul. That secret will go to the grave with me. And immediately uh, he could see Mrs. Mackenzie, you know, she was just about passing her eyes a lot up and she stopped and she turned and she said, Well, hello, Andy, she said, how are you doing? Um, what's going on? I couldn't help hearing, I, you know. You're going to tell me? Oh, I can keep a secret. My granddaughter said, no, 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 this is this is a state secret. This is this is the security of our nation, this is. Oh, said Mrs Mackenzie, but you can tell me. I when I tell a soul. And my granddaughter said, well, if you promise. Oh, I promise, she said. Well, said my granddaughter. You can, Huey. Well, his uncle is in the home guard and they've had word that none other than Winston Churchill himself, Winston Churchill, Prime Minister of Great Britain, is going to be going through Aberdeen on the train. Oh, when's this? Oh, hi, on, on Wednesday afternoon. Oh, is he now? And what? why? Oh, well, he's he's taking the train up and eventually he's going up to the Minch uh, to see his submarines. And, oh, she said, well, dinner you worry, I winna tell a soul. Oh, aye, oh, Wednesday afternoon train, eh? Oh, I winna tell a soul, lads. And off she went. And so... Wednesday afternoon came and before their shift started all the lads were there waiting for Dopey Davy to be leaving Aberdeen on the train to go to Ellen and right enough he said cheerio to his aunts at Guild Street and north came the train and it slowed down and there was half of Aberdeen <laughs> waiting to see Winston Churchill and as the train slowed down, Dopey Davy looked out the window and there they were, all the laddies from the baker, smiling and waving. <laughs> and amongst everyone else. Well, a few years passed and my granda was married to my granny and he had my mum and my auntie and they were on a day trip up to Ellen and they were walking down the street and who should be coming in the opposite direction but Dopey Davy with a bra-looking wifey and a whole bunch of bairns round his feet. And Granda stopped in the street and the two of them shook hands and he said, Davy, we never saw you again. You never came back. And who's this brave woman? And uh, Dopey Davy said, well, this is, this is my wife. This is Betsy. And you know what, the day I met her, you know, um, I was so surprised that so many people came to wave me away. So many people. And when I arrived in Ellen, uh, Betsy was there to meet me at the station because it was her daddy's farm that I was I was uh, posted at. And uh, I was so teen we are. And normally I wouldn't have had the courage, but oh, it was it was so nice to know how many folk cared that I was leaving, you know, and I asked her out straight away and we haven't been separated from one another since. Oh, said my granda, that's just wonderful. And all these kids are yours. Oh, aye. Ah, these bairns are mine. 
Well, said my granda, it's really nice to see you. And the wife and the bairns moved on and, and Dopey Davy leant down to my granda. He's quite a small man. And he said, the only thing that confuses me is fit why Maggie McPherson was there. I thought she couldn't stand me ever since we twanged our knicker elastic back in infant school. And that was the story of Dopey Davy. And I hope you liked it for the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast. My name is Pauline Cordoner and I'm a storyteller in Aberdeen in the northeast of Scotland. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.